You're all looking so beautiful. Hallelujah. That's one good thing about Bangalore. We have a wonderful opportunity to dress up in uh, dresses that you may not wear in other places. Amen? With the weather and all that, it's so good. Praise God. Isn't that just wonderful? Otherwise, these suits and jackets will never come out, right? Thank God that they can in Bangalore and this season. Hallelujah. I'm so glad. Let's just pray for a minute. Reach your faith out to God and let's trust Him. Hallelujah. Our Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you with the mercies of the Father and the Son. Oh, Holy One, we thank you in Jesus' name right now for needs met, yokes destroyed, burdens removed, for tender mercies unveiled in our lives, for the glory of God setting us up for another level of life from this season onwards where our hearts are filled with gratitude, thanksgiving, that we can launch out to the next level of whatever you have for us in these last days. As we approach 2021, we thank you, we bless you, we praise you. You are more than enough. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We have Brother John also with us, helping us with uh, Canada translation. So, feel free. Our main text will be taken out of Hebrews the second chapter and Psalm chapter 8 also. But notice that we have this wonderful, awesome song about Hark the Herald Angels Sing. You remember that song that we just sang? I think it's one of the most meaningful uh, old hymns and choral, you know, renditions that I have ever heard. And in those lines there, you notice it said, Born to raise up sons from earth. And then he said, the next line, born to give us second birth. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus came for, to raise up sons of God out of the earth and then again make us become sons of God by the new birth. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I would say that that is what the Christmas season is all about. That Jesus came to bring sons out of the earth, bring us up to the place where we are just like him, the sons of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Wonderful, wonderful psalm. So let's turn in our Bibles, first of all, to Isaiah. Notice what it says there. He said in chapter 7 and verse 14 of Isaiah, he said, The Lord himself will give you a sign. The Lord himself will give you a sign. Hallelujah. It's nice to know that the Lord himself will give a sign. God is into signs. He says, the Lord himself will give you a sign. And that sign is, a virgin shall conceive, a virgin shall bring forth, bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. Hallelujah. Notice it's the sign of the Lord himself. Praise God. And it is registered in the book of Isaiah, the prophet who spoke most about the Lord Jesus and the great redemption package. Hallelujah. This is the sign that the Lord himself would give. What is the sign that the Lord would give to the earth? A virgin would conceive and bring forth a son whose name would be Emmanuel, God 
is with us. Hallelujah. Let's hear that in Kannada, please. Hallelujah. Amen. It's so wonderful to notice that. Awesome. The Lord Himself would give a sign. And the Bible continues talking in the same book of Isaiah. You know, similar thing. He said that the government of the Lord would be upon the shoulder of His body. You know, and that a child will be given, a son would be given, and the government of God would be upon his shoulder, and the shoulder is in the body of Christ. The body of Christ is the church. Hallelujah. So if you would look with me to Isaiah, the ninth chapter, notice he says there that um, he would judge the earth in righteousness. Wonderful stuff there. I will be glad. I will rejoice. Awesome stuff. They sing praises to the Lord. All of those awesome things are all in Isaiah, and Isaiah is loaded. I, I love the way Isaiah is so clear about redemption and the benefits of redemption. You know, it is from Isaiah that you know by the stripes of Jesus we were healed. Hallelujah. By the stripes of Jesus we were healed. He came to make atonement. He paid the price for sin. He paid the price for sickness. He bore our curse. All these wonderful things that began to be in the prophetic came from Isaiah. And he spoke all these things. And as time passed, you notice it came further on to the new covenant. So it was all based on Old Testament scriptures that they were being prepared for. Hallelujah. Let's go now to the book of Hebrews, the second chapter. I believe God wants to heal bones here that you will experience some tingling and some movement in your bones. Hallelujah. That God has begun something wonderful in your bones. So if you're having anything wrong in your bones, you're expecting something to change in your bones, the Spirit of God is hovering over you, quickening in your bones. Expect that from today... Something is changing in your bones. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hebrews, the second chapter, the first verse says, Notice, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. The word, of course, should never slip from our hearts, from our belief system. Don't allow it. Hold on to it. Sometimes people say, nothing has changed. I'm believing God. Don't worry. Hold on to the word. God's word cannot change. It cannot fail. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 2. For if the word spoken by angels, that's the Old Testament, was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, notice that if the Old Testament, which was given through the handling of angels had actual rewards given for paying attention to it. How much more will the new covenant give rewards is what he's saying. Praise God. Verse 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? From salvation it has become so great salvation. If we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken 
by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Praise God. Let's hear these three verses in Canada, Brother John. ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ ನಮಗೆ ಬೋಧಿಸಲ್ಪಟ್ಟ ಸಂಗತಿಗಳನ್ನು ಬಹಳ ಎಚ್ಚರಿಕೆಯಿಂದ ಅನುಸರಿಸಬೇಕು ಸತ್ಯ ಮಾರ್ಗವನ್ನು ಬಿಟ್ಟು ತಪ್ಪಿ ಹೋಗದಂತೆ ಎಚ್ಚರಿಕೆಯಿಂದಿರಬೇಕು ದೇವರು ತನ್ನ ದೂತರ ಮೂಲಕ ಕೊಟ್ಟ ವಾಕ್ಯವು ನಿಜವಾಗಿದೆ ಎಂದು ತೋರಿಸಲ್ಪಟ್ಟಿದೆ ಯಹೂದ್ಯರು ಈ ವಾಕ್ಯಕ್ಕೆ ವಿರುದ್ಧವಾಗಿ ತಪ್ಪು ಮಾಡಿ ಮಾಡಿರಲಿಲ್ಲ ಮತ್ತು ಅವಿದ್ಯರಾಗಿರಲಿಲ್ಲ ತಕ್ಕ ದಂಡನೆಯನ್ನು ಹೊಂದುತ್ತಿದ್ದಾರೆ ನಮಗೆ ದಯಪಾಲಿಸಲ್ಪಟ್ಟ ಈ ವಿಶೇಷ ರಕ್ಷಣೆಯನ್ನು ನಾವು ಅಲಕ್ಷ್ಯ ಮಾಡಿದರೆ ದಂಡ ದಂಡನೆಯಂತೂ ಖಂಡಿತ ಇದು ಪ್ರಭುವಿನಿಂದ ಮೊದಲೇ ಹೇಳಲ್ಪಟ್ಟಿದೆ ಆತನಿಗೆ ಕೇಳಿದವರು ಈ ರಕ್ಷಣೆಯು ಕುರಿತಾಗಿ ನಮಗೆ ಸ್ಥಿರಪಡಿಸಿದರು and immediately our salvation changed into so great salvation hallelujah before that it was just salvation but now because he is at the right hand he has accomplished his full job he is seated there therefore it has become so great salvation amen hallelujah it's more than just salvation it is so great salvation hallelujah the mind of god has seen something that is so great he has to call it like that see the words of god are so big your mind kind of struggles to understand what he's saying your salvation is not just salvation it is so great salvation hallelujah and the problem is not with the salvation the problem is not with what jesus has already paid for the problem is not what god's word says the problem is we should not neglect it hallelujah how shall we escape notice how shall we escape whatever is out there whatever is trying to steal kill and destroy how shall we escape from the perils that are out there if we neglect so great salvation hallelujah so our salvation which began in Christ Jesus before time began and continues into the present day and goes into eternity for us notice that's why it's so great it's something that began before the earth was created the bible says in revelation 13:8 he was the lamb of god slain before the foundations of the earth so in god's mind he had already saved the whole planet and put it all in his name the name of jesus and it began then is presently working and continues into eternity into time that we ourselves do not see right now hallelujah amen so the salvation of the lord if you can put it across is something that began long before the foundations of the earth and continues into eternity ee lokada asthivara iduvak munche kuda ee devara ondu rakshaneya ondu yojane kuda modalindanu ittu innu kuda inna sada kala iruttade hallelujah so the problem is not with the quality of that salvation or the quality of the work which jesus has done amen but the problem is we should not neglect what he has done amen so let's just put it across like this the salvation is more than enough for not just this age but ages that are coming amen 
ದೇವರ ರಕ್ಷಣೆಯು ಬರೀ ಈ ಒಂದು ಕಾಲಕ್ಕೆ ಮಾತ್ರ ಸಾಕಾಗುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಇನ್ನ ಮುಂದಿನ ಬರುವ ಎಲ್ಲ ಕಾಲಕ್ಕೂ ಕೂಡ ಸಾಕಾಗುತ್ತದೆ ಸೊ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎ ಪ್ರಾಬ್ಲಮ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸಾಲ್ವೇಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಪ್ರಾಬ್ಲಮ್ ಆಫ್ ನೆಗ್ಲೆಕ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಸಾಲ್ವೇಷನ್ ಅದರಿಂದ ಆ ಒಂದು ರಕ್ಷಣೆಯ ಒಂದು ಸಮಸ್ಯೆ ಎಲ್ಲ ಅದನ್ನು ನಾವು ವಿಸರ್ಜಿಸಿದ್ರಿಂದ ಅಲ್ಲಿ ಒಂದು ಸಮಯ ಬರುತ್ತೆ Praise God Jesus has done more than enough to make sure you are taken care of from now into all eternity you will still be shouting about what he has done hallelujah it's so great a salvation praise God and that's why he sat down if it were not so great he wouldn't have sat down but because it is so great he has now sat down at the right hand of majesty on high hallelujah What does this have to do with Christmas? The virgin gave birth to a son. That son was the great salvation. He had a work to do. He finished the work, ascended on high, sat down at the right hand of God, and all of that happened because a virgin received the word of God and gave birth to a child. Hallelujah. If that virgin had said no, guess what? God would have found another virgin. <laughs> That's the thing about God. He says that we are in quote expendable. If we do not believe, he'll find somebody else that believes. Amen. That's what he's trying to say. If you neglect what he has paid for, guess what? You lose the benefit. Hallelujah. To put it so plainly and so cut and dry, it sounds as if God doesn't care. But he has done much more than you could imagine or think that will accomplish not just life here but in the ages to come also hallelujah so notice god did all he could ever do by allowing a virgin to have a child which makes no sense how can a virgin have a child people make jokes about it in fact in the allusions or the way they spoke to jesus they would say we were not born of fornication what are they trying to say they saying we don't know about you you messiah that's talking so greatly maybe you have been born in a doubtful way haha <laughs> a virgin gave birth a virgin gave birth oh sure we believe that that's how they talk to him in that kind of tone praise god but that was the sign of the lord and if they had studied the scriptures if they were really seeking to find out they would have seen the lord himself would grant a sign a virgin would actually give birth and his name would be the almighty god the mighty god the everlasting father hallelujah amen so some of them thank god who were thirsty actually knew this is the master you must be the one hallelujah but those who were not going to yield who were going to blame god and point the finger at god actually never understood him amen so today the same scripture uh, avails for us do not neglect so great a salvation amen it cost a virgin actually losing natural thinking and accepting the faith of god accepting the word of god and then came this savior hallelujah in that david city ha 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 let's keep reading notice verse 4 God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders diverse miracles gifts of the holy ghost according to his own will for unto the angels has he not put in subjection the world to come whereof we speak 
Interesting. The book of Hebrews is a packed book. Try and study it as much as you can. It will bless you. But notice he said that this salvation was first spoken by the Lord and then by those who heard him. Amen? Meaning also that Paul is saying that I was not there with the original people. I also heard. Are you getting that? That is a proof that Hebrews was written by Paul. Amen? All these things are hidden in the book. It's a wonderful, wonderful book. So keep reading it. For unto the angels, unto the angels, has he not put in subjection the world to come? There's a world that's coming, and it's not going to be ruled by angels. That means there was a world before that was ruled by angels. Amen? Let's hear that verse in Canada, Hebrews 2.5. ಮುಂದೆ ಬರುವ ನೂತನ ಲೋಕವನ್ನು ಆಡಲು ದೇವರು ದೇವದೂತರನ್ನು ಆರಿಸಲಿಲ್ಲ ಈಗ ನಾವು ನಿಮಗೆ ಹೇಳುತ್ತಿರುವುದು ಈ ಲೋಕದ ಕುರಿತಾಗಿಯೇ that god is going to make sure that she conceives and have a, has a child can you imagine that what kind of mindset would a virgin need to have you have to say okay all things are possible anything is possible anything can happen praise god you will actually have to believe that so today salvation is just like that amen if you just simply believe everything you need for life and godliness not just in this age but in the ages to come is already yours just like that hallelujah you have to be like putting your head off on a rack somewhere and then trusting god amen let's see if we can hear verse 5 in kannada again munde baruva nootana lokavannu aalalu devaru devudutarannu aarisalilla iga naavu nimage helutirudu ee lokada kuritagiye praise god is the fan causing some problem hallelujah please let's not worry about the fan otherwise we can all just go home and fan ourselves or whatever just spend a few minutes focused on whatever we're trying to do here and then we'll go home i'm not going to keep you here you can be sure there's no communion even here today praise god we want to make sure you go home and enjoy your vacation or your vacay you know hallelujah but let's just see if we can get something while we're still alive amen praise god see yeah forget about the fan come on forget about the fan say amen somebody amen i feel like taking this off in fact but for the sake of decorum i'll keep it on so there is a world that's coming and that is the world we are closer to <laughs> the past is over in fact you don't have to worry about it so much <laughs> hallelujah you need to be more concerned about things that are coming ahead amen when they say you cannot gather together when they say you cannot be in church when they say you cannot sing in a country like england they can tell you not to sing then you know some things are coming ahead real fast Hallelujah they're coming faster than you can imagine so better get it don't neglect your great salvation don't be shaken by all of these things you have so 
great a salvation which actually caused a virgin to give birth to a child. That is how your mind should be in this moment. That, hey, I believe God. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I am trusting God that He is able to keep me now and take me into eternity. And He has paid for complete provision even there to come. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can notice that. Notice in Isaiah, he talked about some things. In Isaiah 14, about how there was a kingdom here, a rulership here, where angels were involved. And then at some point, this angel said, I will be like the Most High. I will sit on the throne above the clouds, and so on and so forth. And that, you will notice, was Satan in verse 13 of Isaiah 14. Hallelujah. He said in his heart, I will ascend. I will be like the Most High. I will sit there. I will, five times he said, I will, I will, I will. And God said, there's, there's no space for two of us. There's only one God. Hallelujah. Amen. So this angel from Isaiah in 14 and Ezekiel in 28, he says that he was in charge of the choir in heaven. He was decked with special equipment, pipes, tabrets, musical instruments on the inside of him. And suddenly, iniquity was found in him. Pride came to him. Pride came to him. He's the spirit of pride. And he got kicked out of heaven. The Bible says when he got kicked out of heaven, he took one-third of the angels along with him in that conspiracy. Praise God. One-third. So, hallelujah, there's two-thirds, right? Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. What do you think? There's more. There's more angels for us than against us. Don't forget that. There is more angels for us than against us. And those angels, after they left, of course, things have changed. And today, we are dealing with the new covenant. Hallelujah. There was a place where the enemy was an angel, a glorious kind of personality, who offered praise to God, and God enjoyed it. God enjoys praises. How many of you can see that? I mean, you come to a place and you just sing to a God you don't see and you just praise Him and play guitar and all of that. I mean, why do you do these kind of things? He must like it. Amen? God loves it. He loves angels singing praise to Him also. Amen? But notice, according to these verses which we are reading, He also enjoys redeemed mankind singing praises to Him. Hallelujah. So he was getting the praise from the angelic choir, but guess what? They didn't want to give it to him anymore. The only thing that God gets out of it all is praise. And they didn't want to give it to him. And so they had to leave. And those who are there with him, they are there giving it to him. Say amen. But notice, now comes the redeemed. Now comes the people that Jesus paid for. And God is still asking for praise. Hallelujah. Amen. That is our, our point. Notice verse 6. But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man thou art mi- that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou hast visited him, or visitest him? Let's hear that in Canada, please. Verse 6 of Hebrews 2. Devare nino manavarunnu eke ninapidikolluveko. 
ನೀನು ಮನುಷ್ಯನಿಗೋಸ್ಕರ ಏಕೆ ಚಿಂತಿಸಬೇಕು ಅವನು ಅವನು ಅಷ್ಟೊಂದು ಮುಖ್ಯನಾದವನೇ ಎಸ್ ಅಷ್ಟೊಂದು ಮುಖ್ಯ ಇಸ್ ಇ ದಟ್ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ವೈ ವೈ ಯು ಸೋ ಬೋದರ್ಡ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರೈಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಏಂಜಲ್ಸ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರೈಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಸುಪೀರಿಯರ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ವೈ ಯು ಬೋದರ್ಡ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ಮೇಡ್ ಔಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಸ್ಟ್ ಸಡನ್ಲಿ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಸ್ಪೆಷಾಲಿಟಿ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ and you notice this is quoted from psalm chapter 8 which is supposed to be written by david and i think that this is going to be a powerful verse of scripture for our new year also i believe god is you know tugging at me about it hallelujah it's, it starts by saying oh lord how excellent is thy name the glory is above the heavens then he continues into verse 2 out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast ordained notice strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger hallelujah but the way jesus quotes it is out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast ordained praise amen hallelujah he says thou hast ordained strength because of your enemies for what that you might still the enemy and the avenger this is quoted in matthew i believe 21 also if you look there maybe you could just have a quick dash don't worry we'll be reading it in canada matthew 21:16 and he said unto them hearest thou what these say and jesus said unto them yea have you never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise see how he flipped it praise according to the equations of the bible the bible has certain equations small small mathematics not very complex it's for babes it's for people who are you know kind of dumb in their mind of which i am hallelujah those who can accept jesus have to be a little dumb that's why he doesn't choose too many noble too many mighty too many so great guys for so great salvation you can't be so great hallelujah you have to kind of give way to another form of thinking you have to accept his thinking all right let's read matthew 2116 in kannada maha yajakaro matto dharma upadeshakaro yesuvige ee chikkamakkulu helutirva maatugalannu neenu kelisikondeyo endu kelidaru ಯೇಸು ಹೌದು ನೀನು ಚಿಕ್ಕ ಮಕ್ಕಳು ಚಿಕ್ಕ ಮಗಳಿಗೋ ಎಳೆಯ ಕೂಸಿಗಳಿಗೋ ಸ್ತೋತ್ರ ಮಾಡಲು ಕಲಿಸಿರುವೆ ಎಂದು ಪವಿತ್ರ ಗ್ರಂಥದಲ್ಲಿ ಹೇಳಿದೆ ನೀವು ಪವಿತ್ರ ಗ್ರಂಥವನ್ನು ಓದಿಲ್ಲವೇ ಎಂದು ಉತ್ತರ ಕೊಟ್ಟನು ನೀನು ಸೃಷ್ಟಿಸಿದ ಎಲ್ಲ ವಸ್ತುಗಳ ಮೇಲೆ ಪ್ರಭುವತ್ವವನ್ನು ಅವನಿಗೆ ಅನುಗ್ರಹಿಸಿದಿ Amen. Notice here that all of these things are moving towards dominion, control. Amen. The enemy has to be stilled for your control to come back. Amen. The enemy has to be stilled for your control in life to be actually enforced. For that, you need to praise the Lord. Amen. Praise equals strength. Strength equals control. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise equals strength. Strength equals control. Let's hear that. Praise God. 
Praise equals strength. Strength equals control. Aradhaniyo balavagi balavagi Aradhaniyo balavagi iruttade matha baladalliyo kuda alli ondu kathoti sadhisuttade. Yeah, something like that. Amen. Kathoti, right? Meaning that you can dominate situations when you begin to praise God. Amen? That's how you dominate things. That's how you turn things around and get back in control. So if you look like you don't have anything going on in life, begin to praise Him. If it looks like nothing is working in life, begin to praise Him. If it looks like you're losing your health, begin to praise Him. Hallelujah. If it looks like, you know, those job situations are going south, begin to praise Him. They'll come to the north. Amen. They'll come, to, they'll come your way. Hallelujah. Because out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, God has ordained praise that He might still the enemy and the avenger. Hallelujah. That is how you stop the enemy. That's how you freeze the enemy. By praising God. Amen. Praise is for what He's going to do or is doing. Worship is for who He is. Maybe we can say that in Canada. Praise is for what He's going to do, what He's doing, and worship is for who He is. Stotra Salisudu, Atanu Maduayala Karegalige, Matanavu, Aradane Madudu, Atanu Yenta on the Victi Goskranta on the Mahadevur Goskra Kodavnavu. Amen. So don't lose grip on salvation and its benefits. Don't neglect what Jesus has done. Even though it looks like He's not working for you, begin to praise Him that it is so great a salvation. He has taken care of healing, wholeness, soundness, welfare, well-being. But you may have to become like that virgin who said, I don't understand, but if you said it, I believe it. Hallelujah. I don't understand how I can have a child. I don't know a man. But if you said so, I believe it. That's how we take the benefits of salvation and then we begin to praise Him. We begin to thank Him. We begin to establish the dominion and the control. Hallelujah. So how many times do you have to praise Him? I don't know. The way the world is going, you may not stop. <laughs> you have to get ready to praise God so much. Amen? So that you can be back in control. So when they say, um, whatever. You know, I don't want to start prophesying about what they're going to say. But the Bible says when they say, peace, peace, suddenly there will be destruction. And now there's a lot of peace going on out there. Everybody wants to make peace with Israel. And then suddenly there will be destruction. That's according to the scripture. Amen? I have not majored in that scripture because I'm still watching. But never before have so many nations suddenly wanted to make peace peace with Israel. And these are neighbors who are always fighting with Israel. Have you noticed that? All of them, and it's not strange because the Bible prophesied it, he said, Ishmael will be a wild ass of a man. That's in Genesis 16, speaking to Hagar. You will also have a son, don't worry. And he'll be a great man, and he will have sons, but he'll be a wild ass of a man. That means he's going, and he says he will always fight with his brothers. That's the kind of person he is. Amen? And suddenly those people all want to come and make peace with Israel. How come? Something is happening. Something is happening 
very soon. Suddenly, when they say peace, peace, suddenly everything's going to change. What's going to happen? The third world war will start. We will see the beginning of that and we'll leave. That's what the scriptures say. So get ready. When they start to suddenly change the peace and suddenly start to fight, then you know we're out of here. I said it. I said it. I have said it quietly on Wednesdays, but I said it on Christmas Eve. So now, what are we going to do? Don't neglect so great salvation, which is going to deliver you now and then take you out of here also. See, people are wondering whether you can be taken away from the earth by the rapture or not if you're not a perfect person, if you're not keeping every rule and regulation. But the Bible declares that the rapture is actually something called um, the divine energy of God expressing finally that He loves His people. Amen? Praise God. You can call it sovereign. Have you heard the word sovereign before? Yes. Oh, God is sovereign. If He wants to heal you, He will heal you. If He doesn't want to heal you, He won't heal you. That's sovereign. People who are not receiving, they usually call Him sovereign. Because He's not doing anything, maybe He doesn't want to do it. But guess what? There's something sovereign about God. He wants to bring His people out. That will never change. As long as you're His, He's taking you out. Amen? This is the kind of salvation we're talking about. You just simply accepted Jesus and He's going to swoop you out of this place. Are you getting what I'm saying here? (laughs) You got yourself a free ticket out of here. Jesus paid for it. It's a one-way ticket. Woof, out of here. The only other time you're coming back is after all the confusion is over, seven years are over, and then we come back to that place where Jesus is controlling the whole world, not angels or anybody else. Hallelujah. The world where Jesus is sitting on the throne in Jerusalem. See how much of my mind I have lost? You have to lose some more. I believe these things. I have believed all these things. I actually believe it. And we are the ones who are going to see ourselves transported out of here. Amen? And Hebrews 2 has it all. And I have 25 minutes. So, what shall we say in Canada? Hmm. Your salvation has paid a ticket to leave this earth. That salvation is so great, it will suddenly change your body into a supernatural body just like Jesus and move you out of here. And all this is going to happen just about the beginning of the third world war. Hallelujah. That's enough. They say, Pastor Michael said it. Yes, I did. Amen? I did. I said it. Verse 6. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. All sheep, all oxen, all the beasts of the field, fowl of the air. O Lord our God, how excellent is your name. That is Psalm 8. I believe we'll be reading Psalm 8 a lot 
in the remaining days to come. Hallelujah. But notice, God put everything under the dominion of this person made out of the earth, made out of ground. That's why you have to go back to the ground, because you were made out of the ground. And so you're buried and you go back there. Hallelujah. Even if you're burned, you still go back there. The sulfur, the nitrates, the calcium, everything came from the ground. You see it in the earth. They are minerals. They are common minerals. But since the fall of Adam, there's a curse there. Hallelujah. And so that curse that is in the ground is also in the flesh nature. That's why cursed is the man that trusts in man and puts his hope in the arm of flesh. The arm of flesh has a curse. So don't trust in it. That curse will come. Hallelujah. So don't trust in your flesh. Don't trust in man. Don't trust in man's ability. Don't trust in man's strength. In these days, they are claiming that they have so much strength. That they can shut down the church. They can shut your mouth. They can tell you what to do. They can force you to do whatever they want. And that thing will begin to affect you as fear. Amen? Now, let's keep reading. Let's go back to Hebrews now. Second chapter. Hebrews 2. I'm going to read a bit and then I will preach and we'll go home. But it's a kind of like wetting of our appetite, I feel. Verse 6 of 2 is what we read in Psalm 8. He says, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? You made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him with glory and honor. You set him over the work of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. Notice that. But we see not yet all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Glory to God. Jesus had to become a man. Jesus had to die. When he died, we could live. Amen? So you could say he was born to die. How do you like that? Somebody who was just assigned to die. You're going to be born, and the main reason why you're born is so that you can die. Hallelujah. So the death of Christ was very powerful. The death of Christ was very important. And it was a means by which he was going to take away the power of death. Hallelujah. He took the taste of death out when he died. Talking about spiritual death. Not necessarily physical death. Amen. See, the thing that makes you scared is spiritual. It's not physical. Are you getting this? The thing that makes you scared is spiritual. It's not physical. It's like, oh, if I die, what happens? You see, you don't get that in a laboratory. You get it from the spirit. (laughs) So the things that make you scared or the things that give you faith are from the spirit. Get that. It's not physical. And the only book that has the clarity and the truth about the Spirit is that book that you have in your hand. Amen? Hallelujah? So if you understand the truth there, guess what happens? The fear disappears. And then you will start to live the real life. Amen? 
If you know that if I drop dead right now, I won't feel anything, I will go straight to heaven, what will happen to you? What will happen to you? You say, take me now then. See, Christians are scared to live the actual life because of the fear of death. If they were not scared, catch them riding bikes, man. They would have been maxing the speedometer. They would have been driving like Schumacher. Are you getting what I'm saying? But this fear is there for believers also. That's why we drive in a certain way. That's why we live in a certain way. Because we also are scared. We are not enjoying life because we're scared. Are you getting this? So you put a mask with six levels of control. Like Bane. My name is Bane. You know who Bane is? He's the the opposite of Batman. That wicked guy who's always (gasps) talking through a mask. What about if you have a mask that's like a mosquito net? What will happen? You will die. Really? How can I die when I am saved? I'm saved from what? I'm saved from death, destruction, hell, poverty, sickness, every curse. Jesus has already saved me. That's why he said, go and lay hands on the sick. What is inside you will affect them. But believers are getting scared. Why? Because they don't know that the fear of death has been destroyed because the devil who had the authority of death has been actually nullified and cancelled. Can we say that in Canada? Believers also are scared because they are not sure that the death and the power of death is being destroyed. ವಿಶ್ವಾಸಿಗಳು ಕೂಡ ಇವಾಗಲೂ ಕೂಡ ಬಹಳಷ್ಟು ಭಯ ಪಡ್ತಾರೆ ಯಾಕಂದ್ರೆ ಈ ಒಂದು ಮರಣದ ಶಕ್ತಿಯು ಮತ್ತೆ ಮರಣವು ಕೂಡ ನಾಶ ಮಾಡಿದಾರೆ ಅಂತ ನಂಬುದಿಲ್ಲ ಅವರು I want to tell people the gospel. I don't want to go now. <laughs> That's the right thinking. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? That's proper thinking. If you are not thinking like that, but you are saying, I want to live some more because I like the uta, that's a different story. The uta that you are tasting is nothing compared to what you're going to have in the ages to come. Jesus explained it through Apostle Paul. He said, what goes in, it just goes out. God will destroy the belly and the food. Remember? That's not that important. God wants you to enjoy it. Of course, he has given it to you. But actual reason is, if I live some more, somebody will hear about this so great salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know. Let's explain it from the scripture. I have 17 minutes. Let's go down to verse 10. For it became him for whom are all things, by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Sufferings. Oh, oh. Does that mean I have to suffer? No, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, 
if there is no poverty, why do you need to believe in blessing? That's the truth. If there is no sickness, then why do you have to believe in healing? Amen? If there is no curse, then why do you have to believe in the blessing? That's what he's saying. Why do you have to fight if there's no war? Are you getting this? So there is a war going on. There is poverty. There is sickness. There is curse. All is there. But you have been given the word to use, the great salvation to use, to overcome all of these things. Say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So he went through the same earth because he was born through the womb, through the gate, just like you and I. He was born of a woman. He calls himself son of man, but he's actually the seed of the woman. Hallelujah. His father is the father God. And therefore he came to the earth tasted every single thing that you and I could ever taste and overcame and victoriously triumphed over everything by the same words that are written to you and I. Hallelujah. He used the same method and he gave it to you. He said, now use it. The same thing that I used, you can use it. Hallelujah. He said, I am bringing many sons to glory through the same method. Amen. It became him. Notice how it says. It became him. That means it gave him pleasure. It became him. It pleased him for whom are all things, through whom are all things, to bring many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. So, it's not that the suffering makes you perfect. It's the word that you use in the suffering that makes you mature. That's what the word perfect means. Are you getting it? So if it doesn't work for me, it can't work for you. Because he's the what? The, the perfect captain of the salvation. If it works for Jesus, then it should work for me. If it works for me, it should work for the church. That's how it goes. And it's working. Now, I told you, if it does not work last Sunday, then we will all live here. Me, Georgie's family, Brother Anoop's family. Remember that? It made your faces go down. I saw that. You're like, oh, does that mean we must give him our houses? No. That's not what I was saying. What I was saying is, I am living under the same risky conditions that you are. Because Jesus came and lived under the same risky conditions like you. There were storms. There were people against him. There were people trying to kill him. There was all kinds of taxation required. Suddenly he'll be in an emergency. It's time for tax. He'll say, scratch, scratch, scratch. My father said, go catch that fish. Open the mouth. You'll find the tax there. Pay for you and for me also. That means you and I can scratch our head, pray in tongues, and an answer will come also. Mm, 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 mm. Are you getting this? If he did it, you can do it. That salvation is him that whatever he did will work for you here and also in the life to come. If miracles happened when he opened his mouth, they will happen when you open your mouth. The same way that you are a son, he has made himself the captain and you are the sons of glory just like him. He's the captain, the beginning, the starting, and we are following. He brought many sons 
to glory. Are you out there? Glory now and glory to come. So guess what? My salvation works for me. Does your salvation work for you? It must work. It has to work. I'm that kind of fellow. If it works for me, it must work for you. Hallelujah. Amen. It must work. Hallelujah. It must work. How many people in your church? 50,000. No. How many people? Just count the chairs and see. But it's working. How is it working? You have a Swiss bank account. No, I have an account in heaven. Called So Great Salvation Account. <laughs> Say amen, somebody. Don't get upset now. Just because I flipped the side a little bit. No, I was telling you that I am also hanging like this, saying, Oh Lord, I trust you. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, help me to say it, finish and go away. Verse 12, saying, I will declare your name unto my brethren in the midst of the church. I will sing praise unto thee. This is Jesus talking about himself, saying, as a resurrected person, I will be the first resurrected person to come to heaven with a body and praise you. And we are the remaining. You see that? He said, forget about angels. I'm coming. I'm coming with a body just like this, and I'm going to praise you. <laughs> you see, daddy wants praise from us. The angels messed up. Now it's time for praise that comes from us. Are you getting it? Because that's where the control and the dominion is. Hallelujah. It's the proof that God is absolute. God never changes. If the power of death is defeated, it's defeated. Be like the virgin and jump off. If you are pushed like Jesus, notice, they brought him to throw him over the edge. And he passed through the midst of them. They could not. They cannot kill you. They cannot stop you. you. You have to do it. But you say, what about Stephen? That's different. Stephen's story is different. Why is it different? Because he knew he was going to be a martyr. If you're going to be a martyr, God will tell you about it. Brother Stephen, don't be scared. If you are going to be a martyr, you will know it. Just like Peter said, God has told me how I will put away my tabernacle. He will tell you. Keep listening. Other voices are also there, so listen properly. <laughs> Amen? You have to hear from your father. Alright. Verse 13. And again, twice. I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God has given me. So, let's hear these two verses in Canada and not drag you over the coals. Shall we? Yesu devare... Amen. So God gave children to Jesus. I am the children that the Lord has given me. These are the children. He said he plus his children... They're going to praise his name. Amen? That's why he went back to heaven in that same kind of body like you and I. 
as you keep reading, there's some amazing scriptures. He says, he decided to choose the physical body instead of angel's body so that you and I could permanently enjoy just like him in heaven and look at him in heaven and say, you chose the same body as me forever. He won't change back. He's not going to transform and become something else. He has the same body with holes, with wounds, same. And you will see it exactly same. Because he loves you and he wanted to experience what you experience and he wanted you to experience what he experienced. It goes back and forth. So that if he's enjoying it, you should enjoy it. So it pleased him to see the result that you are going to enjoy what he's enjoying soon. Amen? Hallelujah? Amen? So God was looking at Stephen and saying, our guy's coming. He's among the first guys to come back after the church started, after I rose up. So Jesus stood up and said, he's coming. So Peter, no, who was it? Stephen said, notice, I see the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Otherwise, he's sitting. But honestly, when you're dying, when you're going home, I believe Jesus stands up and says, I'm so glad you made it. I'm so glad. I didn't pay the price in vain. You also came. You also joined me. Wow. Come, come, come. And he gives you a big hug and wipes away your tears because you're saying, I made it. You see, the fear factor has to be knocked off. Then the faith becomes real. And the master of all fears is the fear of death. If you know that the minute you drop dead, you're going straight to the streets of gold, straight to the face of Jesus, how will your life be? You are going to be promoted, man. Finally. Nama Bangalore. Suvarna Bangalore. Bye. Finally, you're going home. It's a pleasure to go home. This body, don't worry about it. It will join you if you die before Jesus comes. It will come, join together, and we'll go. Hallelujah. I'm not scared to die. Are you scared to die? You say it's because you are inside this place. There's a gate there. There's a wall here. There's a security guy there. I did not arrange that. It happened, right? I did not plan any of those things. It just happened. We were going to Syax. We were going up and down. After a couple of weeks, they would tell us, no, somebody else is taking the place. I'm sorry, you can't use this anymore. And then God opened this for us. It has a gate. Yes, there is a security guy there. But we are not trusting in all those things. The police came here last Christmas. What did they come for? You know, Jesus said, through the mouth of John the Baptist, through the word of God, he said, cops, don't use your uniform to make cash. Remember? That was the word of God, Jesus speaking, but through John the Baptist. I have friends who are police. I used to. They come for cash. You give them the cash. Why? That's the way you bless them. Amen. Make sure you're doing the right thing. Hallelujah. Somebody said they cost me 400 rupees with that mask thing. 
250 the other day, blah, blah, blah. What to do? Keep your mask on. Be vain. They're looking for the chance, even in the car. One guy was looking in the car and, you know, we were just talking. I mean, do you talk like this in the car? No, I talk like this. Ha, 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 ha. And after some time, the guy was looking and he did like this. Did I stop? You got it. I didn't stop. Amen? I didn't stop. I'm not scared, but I didn't stop. Hallelujah. There's not much more I can do. But let's read verse 14. Amakro Bhotika Sharira Hondidaro Adarinda Yesu Tane Avarantadano Atano Tana Savina Mulaka Marana de Karavano Andre Saitanano Nashagolisida. Why did he take on flesh and blood? Because the children have flesh and blood. Who cares for the children more than him? He said, I will put flesh and blood just because of you. Before that, he used to come in the Old Testament as an angel. He came to Abraham, you remember? He came and ate some curd and some mutton curry from Abraham's house and was walking with him. And he said, I came just to look at Sodom and Gomorrah. But meanwhile, how's your wife? You know, she's going to have a child. She started laughing. He said, she's laughing. He said, no, no, we're not laughing. No, I heard you laughing. You are going to have a child. Remember that? He was called the angel of the Lord, coming with some other angels. Then he came to Gideon also. He came to Joshua. He came to David. Various times he would come as an angel. But for us, he decided, I won't be an angel. I will be just like you. I will put on flesh and blood because I have great salvation plans for you. I have to be like you. I want to make sure you come and enjoy my glory also. I want you to be glorified. I want you to be able to exercise and demand and operate in all the glory that I operated. So I was so pleased to bring many sons to glory. Hallelujah. By doing that, he said, I destroyed the power of death. I canceled the power of death. It will take a little time, but get used to the fact that for you and for me, we are only promoted. There's no fear in death. The only problem is if you don't die suddenly and you are suffering in a sickness and a disease and it's not getting healed. Whose fault is that? God did not heal me. Whose fault is that? Don't neglect so great salvation. Don't neglect so great salvation. That's how we started. Hold on to the salvation every day. What is salvation? Healing, wholeness, soundness, welfare, well-being. Nothing missing, nothing broken. The way to go is you call everybody by your bed and you say, there's nothing wrong with me, but it's time to go. Bless them and go. That's the way to go. But you and I, I believe we're going by the other ticket. By the first flight. With Jesus, the great captain of our salvation. He's coming to take us very shortly. Because when they say peace, peace, suddenly comes destruction. 
Get ready. Suddenly, things are going to change. Hallelujah. There's a train going through Pakistan right now with Father Christmas. Did you see that? Right now. Because they got a bit tired of the way they were fighting and beating up Christians. So, I don't know if it's Imran Khan, you know, with his flavor, but there's a train passing through the whole of Pakistan with Father Christmas. And they are waving and all that stuff. Suddenly there's this attitude of peace, peace, peace. And suddenly it will change. When you see the change, know it's time. Amen? So the only news I watch is, has the war started? I just checked. Has it started? Not yet. It's gathering around where? Israel. All the time. It's about Abraham's first promised child. Are you getting it? What can I say? Shall we hear verse 14 and then I shut down? You see, this is a different kind of Christmas. It's a last day's Christmas. Amakolo, Pautika Sharira Hundidaro, Adudrinda, Yesu Tane, Avarantadano, Athano, Tana Savina Mulaka, Marana de Caravano, Andre, Saitan and Nasha Gulisida. Nasha. He's been dissolved. Satan has no power. That's why you can say, I'm not ready to die now. I'm not dying now. I must be satisfied with long life. I must see good days. So when we are saying it on Sunday, that's not enough. You need to say it every day. Quietly, loud, however you can. I shall not die. I shall live and glorify God. Amen. No evil shall befall me. No plague shall come near my dwelling place. Listen, I'm 55. Things try to hang on me. I have to shake them off. In order to keep jumping. Sister said, when will you say it properly? You always say, jimbing, jimbing. To keep jumping. I have to kick some things off. Are you getting it? You know, it tries to hang on you. The fear of death, the pains, ah, it's coming, it's coming. But you have to shake it off. You have to say, no, I refuse that in Jesus' name. And when you don't feel like doing something, that's when you do it. You prove to that turkey that that thing cannot control you anymore. Are you getting it? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Did you get that that reality? That so great salvation is based on simple childlike faith, just like Mary said. I don't know how it's going to happen, but if you said it, I believe it. The problem is not in the salvation, in the benefit of salvation. It is, let us not neglect it. Amen? Let's not neglect it. Let's hold it properly, polish it up every day. I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven, shouting victory. Hallelujah, I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm sound. Christ has redeemed me from every curse, every sickness, every disease, every lack, every poverty. I'm free, I'm blessed with the blessing of Abraham. Right now, today, that's all I'm bothered about. Hallelujah, it is well with my soul. Praise the Lord. Keep polishing it up like that. Amen? Brother Manny is doing it. Brother Anup is doing it. Ashley is doing it. I can tell that Ashley is doing it. I can tell who is doing it. The rest of you, no. You're doing it. 
I can tell. That's why you're here. Otherwise, you will never come to this kind of church. You are coming here because it is working. And it is working. And you need to see more of its working. I need to see more. Amen? Of course, I'm enjoying some level. But there is more. It is so great salvation. Hallelujah. See this nice jacket I'm wearing? One of you bought it for me. Actually, Ashish bought it for me. One year ago. Are you seeing what I'm saying here? Why should he do that? Because he was like, you know what? I can do this. And he did it. Not that I said, hey, Ashi, you have to buy me a jacket. No, I'll never do that over my dead body. So if I'm saying, if nothing happens, we will move here and live here. I am not saying that you must give me a house and property. Ayah, never. I will never, ever stoop down to that level. If I can't get it from heaven, forget it. I don't want it. It's that simple. The way I look at it is, my salvation is so great, it must pay for everything. When it is good and when it is perfect, I will get all of that. If it is not so, he's coming to take me. That's all I know. Somehow or another, we're going to enjoy life. Let's bless God. Thank you, Father. 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 Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Ha, ha, ha. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you for the first Christmas. Thank you for the first Christmas that happened almost 2,000 years ago. Thank you for that Virgin Mary who decided to believe God. Thank you for her decent husband who said, I will not put her away. I am going to deal with this quietly. Thank you for that man. How he handled the family at that time and took care. And they had to escape and protect the little child. Thank you for all those wonderful provisions that you took care of the child. And he grew up and he grew up and became the man Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. At 33, he finished the work and went back home as the first from the resurrected lot. The first of the resurrection. He came up there and he began to praise you. And others followed and are praising you today. Father, as the church, we choose to praise you. We choose to bless you. We choose to worship you. Ha, ha, ha. Glory, 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 glory. And when we thank you, when we praise you, the enemy is stilled. The avenger is stilled. He is frozen. Hallelujah. Oh, mambradiste, vraba jabra, mendoro kuraba sikara hashta, apreske lehota mesene, rapaste lesora deyanta. The power of Death has been destroyed, has been dissolved. Ha ha ha. Shembaranda Rabaya. There is nothing to fear. The chief of all fears was the fear of death. But Jesus defeated that. Jesus paralyzed that. Hallelujah. He rose again victorious. So you don't have to be afraid. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. No, never. 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 Our God cannot change. Our God cannot lie. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Never. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for a church that is receiving, understanding, walking in the salvation, walking in the benefits, in simple, childlike faith. 
praising you and stopping every enemy in their life. Stopping every enemy in the tracks because of praise coming out of their lips to the mighty name of Jesus. We give you thanks that you came to this earth to raise up sons and gave us the new birth. Thank you, Lord. 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 We receive your benefits. Our faith is working because it is your word. It is what you paid for. It's what you did, Lord. I release, in Jesus' name, fresh mercy for every single one in this place that they will enjoy these remaining days in the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and adds no sorrow with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. You are blessed.